Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. So something that we have been paying attention to, all of us, you included, for a long, long time, could be changing right before our very eyes, and we may not even realize it. I'll explain what I mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are listening to the program right now, we appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here on the first day of April. Here in 2018, for many of you uh, across the country, happy Easter, and we do it all live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the uh, Final Four is set. We know the uh, championship game, national championship game, is set for Monday night. It'll be Michigan taking on Villanova, Michigan, who got by Loyola Chicago, and Villanova, who put a uh, battle axe into the spine of Kansas. Just a complete wipeout. The game was never close, and just an unbelievable shooting performance uh, by Villanova in San Antonio early on Saturday night. But I was thinking about this. Like, it's not often when we actually get to see something in sports evolve right in front of us. 
You know, most of the time you hear these stories where you, yeah, people will tell you about Babe Ruth or they'll tell you about these great players from the past. And it's like, it's neat. Like you occasionally will get some black and white footage and all of that stuff. Or you'll hear about the first the first team to incorporate this or the first uh, uh, organization who decided to go with this instead of. And like, we don't really get to see all of that. Like most of what we get now in sports is basically sort of a retread with a little modification of something that happened before. So it's not often that we really get to see the evolution of, of stuff in sports. Like, you do in life, you know, you'll see kids grow up, you'll see them get older, you'll see them take on, um, you know, characteristics, habits, You'll you know, it's family, you'll see it with your friends. Like, you remember your friend when you guys first met, you guys were 12, 13 years old, uh, you guys were uh, hanging out in the cafeteria at lunch in junior high school, and then you remember 20 years later when he started going bald. You know, like it's just so you see these evolutions from time to time, but you don't really get it in sports outside of players that you follow throughout the course of their career. Like there are some players that are reti- that are going into the Hall of Fame now that I can remember watching when I was younger, going, "Man, like uh, that that tells me I'm getting older," because I remember when this guy got drafted. Like, I remember when the Bears drafted Brian Urlacher. Now the guy's in the Hall of Fame. So, but but as far as, like, actual overall sports and the way a sport is played, you don't, you don't really get to see it evolve, and it's not often that we get to see it. And I think the reason I bring this up is because I think that we're getting it in basketball right now. And I think it's happening before our very eyes. And I think it's cool but I also can understand why some people may be alarmed by it, okay? We are seeing an entire sport evolve in front of us in real time. Like, I don't know if anybody is, is aware of it, but we're seeing an entire sport change and the way an entire sport has changed in front of us in real time, okay? Like, for sure in the NBA, okay, in professional basketball, it is completely changed. And after Saturday night, I'm starting to wonder if the same thing is going to happen in college basketball, okay? And the big change is this three-point shot. Now, it's nothing new. It's been there for a long time. Chris Ford made the first three-point shot in the NBA years and years and years and years ago. It's always been there, but it's never been utilized like this. It's never changed the landscape of an entire sport like it is right now. And we're getting to watch it. And it's already happened in the NBA. Like I said this before, there's a reason Chris Bosh wants to come back and play. Like health-wise, it's very dangerous. But Chris Bosh looks around and goes, hold on a second. Otto Porter got almost $100 million? Otto effing Porter? Today's game is tailor-made for a guy like Chris Bosh. He's perfect. He's perfect for this game. That's part of the reason he wants to come back. Sign me up for a four-year, $90 million contract. I'm in. Stand back, shoot threes, easy. It's an easy game for me. Like, the, the sport has changed. And so Villanova on Saturday night sets a Final Four record. They hit 18 three-pointers in the game. All right, 18 threes. Everybody in their starting five had at least two threes. All right. Like, just think about some of the great college teams from years and years and years ago. All right. Like, think about some of the Duke teams in the 90s. 
I don't recall Cherokee Parks banging threes in the Final Four. Like I don't remember those moments. Right? Like that. Like those moments don't seem. Uh, I I don't see a lot of those highlights. So like the sport has changed. Like the way all this stuff is done has changed, and they were absolutely outstanding, historical. Okay, and especially when you consider that it was all done in a dome, and we've been hearing for years, and it's been my point. That why the NCAA tournament is one of the more bizarre setups for uh, to dis- determine the best team in a playoff format because you go through the tournament, you're the best team, you get no home game, you get very little time to prepare for your opponent, uh, you don't even know who your opponent is sometimes until 24, 36 hours before your tip-off, um, you're traveling all over the country, and then now uh, if you do make it past all these one-and-done games... Then you go to determine who the best team in basketball is, and sometimes you do that in a football stadium. Doesn't make sense. It it just it it doesn't make any sense in the world. Like n- nobody's uh, nobody's playing the World Series Game Seven inside Hell in a Cell at a WWE pay per view. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make any sense. All right, and, and so that's what college basketball does. So you've got a difficult shooting. Set up to where uh, depth perception, you've been hearing about it for years, and Villanova goes in and just shatters the three-point record, puts up astronomical numbers, red-hot, unbelievable performance, right? Unbelievable performance. And I don't want to be the overreaction guy. I don't want to be knee-jerk reaction guy. I try and avoid being that guy at all costs. But I really think that we're in the middle of a change in the sport. I really do. And I don't know if every team is going to adopt this right away. I don't know if every team's capable of doing it, but I think there's going to be a value placed on players in college basketball who can do what Villanova did on Saturday night moving forward. I firmly believe that. Like, just look at it this way. This is how much the sport has changed. The team that led the country in three-point attempts this year in college basketball, shot 41 a game. Six years ago, the team that led the country in three-point attempts a game in college basketball during the regular season shot 27 a game. That's 14 more threes a game in six years. So just think about six years ago, 27 attempts a game was the leader in the clubhouse as far as the team that shot the ball the most behind the arc in college basketball. This year alone, almost 30 teams averaged 27 or more threes a game. It's crazy. This is all happening before our very eyes. And you don't, sometimes you don't realize it. That's why I always say, like, never ask somebody you see every day whether or not you look like you've gained weight. Ask somebody you haven't seen in six months. Because they'll be able to tell you within two seconds, God, you're fat. Or, geez, start dieting, man. When you're around it and you're caught up in the the midst of everything happening, sometimes you don't realize what's going on. But when you take a step back, that is a dramatic change just in six years as to what has just happened in college basketball. Like, and then you go back and you can, you can sort of nitpick some years. VMI led the country uh, a few years by a bunch. Uh, before that to where they were, but they were, you know, sort of the one-off scenario. They were the outlier. They just threw up threes every single game. 
but Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, whether you want to credit Steve Kerr, whether you want to credit the entire Warriors uh, roster, the makeup, whatever it was, they changed the sport. Think about it this way. Who's an all-time great three-point shooter? When you think about one of the guys who was a great three-point shooter, you see all these big threes, you see him win these three-point shootouts. I think he won it three years in a row at All-Star Weekend. Larry Bird, all right? Think Larry Bird, great player, Hall of Famer, one of the all-time greats, one of my favorite players. When I think Larry Bird, I think long-distance shooter. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. You know Larry Bird averaged less than two threes a game attempted for his entire career. Like what we thought that was back then, a guy who was just red hot and he was known for standing behind the line. Not even close. Less than two threes a game. Like one of the all-time Celtic legends, less than two threes a game for his career. Aaron Baines, their center, took a three on Saturday night. Like, this sport has totally changed. And I'm not opposed to it. I'm not complaining about it. Uh, I'm an experience junkie. I like seeing new things. I like experiencing new things, not the drug stuff or any of the other stuff that you guys are thinking about. So get your minds out of the gutter. But like, I like the idea of somebody introducing something new, somebody introducing something different. I like it. I embrace that stuff. I, I think you can only learn, and it's cool to be able to experience it. I just wonder how many people are realizing what's happening. And what we saw Saturday night, again, I don't want to be overreaction guy, but I think we're on the brink of seeing not only the NBA, who's already totally embraced it, but I think college basketball is going to start moving forward. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. And you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Up next, we have a major update involving one of the best players in the NFL. Find out who we're talking about next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Happy Easter, everybody. You got your pastels out? I love Easter, man. I'm going to wear pink. F it. I'm going to get pink shoes. I decided that. I saw somebody on uh, on Saturday who had pink shoes on. Said I'm going to get a pair. You want to know why? Do it! Because I'm a man. That's what men do. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we are going to, uh, we've got an update in the NFL, the return of one of the great players in the league. Um, so we will get to that here in just a couple of minutes. I do want to welcome in, also, by the way, Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio's College Hoops Insider, is going to join us uh, in about 10 minutes from now. He was in San Antonio this week. Not a fan of Sister Jean is Aaron Torres. Facts. Just spitting facts here. Uh, I want to welcome in the crew, though. Uh, they will be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on FSR. Uh, he looks like a uh, bit of a gangbanger. His name is Iowa Sam wearing a Iowa beanie, Iowa, Iowa Hawkeye beanie here on Fox uh, Sports Radio. Hug Sameach, Jonas. Yep. You got uh, what's your beer of choice on Easter? Because I know you got Sundays off. So what you, are you going to do? Do you know what I just said to you? Joyous Festival. 
in Hebrew. How do you say I don't care in Hebrew? <laughs> I don't care. Tommy Lee Jones style. I want to say are you you're not Jewish? No, I'm not. Mayor's Mayor yeah. the only Jewish yeah. one here. But uh I I was telling Mayor, I feel like I was I was Jewish in another life sometime in the past cuz I, I I just have always had just Jewish friends and stuff. So, hug some milk, Jewish. <laughs> Where you go? <laughs> also, I do celebrate Easter. All I right. love a little ham. All right. Ham for um, Sam. Okay, that's good. Ham for go. Sam. We, yeah. We'll get that trending on. Uh, start, start, <laughs> put that hashtag out, ham for Sam, and people just send pictures of pigs to uh, Iowa Sam. Or they go, they go H-A-M on whatever they're doing in life. Yeah. Go ham for Sam. Uh, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number 60. And uh, you have no idea, Jonas, how many times he asked me about that pronunciation of Hag Sameach. Had to mail, had to nail it. No, he he asked me literally about ten times before he went on air. I still don't know what he said. I, I it means don't, joyous joyous festival in I Hebrew. Just don't even care at all. Not even not even just slightly. Do I, I mean, good I effort, even, Sam. But yeah, you weren't going to get that by Jonas. Yeah, I, I'm like a uh, I'm like a really unhappy woman in a relationship. I can fake it better than anybody, if you know what I mean. I can't fake to pretend like I care about what you just said. I can't. Can't do it. All right. No more uh, No more uh, Hebrew phrases for you, yeah. Jonas. No. Not this hour. All right. Ralph Irvin, everybody, is here, the national update anchor. Aloha, brother. Ralph Irvin, known as the most violent man on sports radio. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Ralph Irvin uh, walked in. I tried to say hi to him. He threw up a gang sign. Take an E. My ass. Uh, Ralph, come on. We're on the air. It's Easter hey, Sunday. You know? Sometimes you got you got to live the lifestyle. Um, so Ralph is uh, Ralph is here, and we've got all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Ralph will have another edition of the Scraps coming up in hour three. Working um, on it now. Yeah, a uh, a segment that he uh, really struggles with to uh, to maintain his professionalism. So he's got a couple hours to figure this out. Be careful, Ralphie. <laughs> no, don't. We like it better when you're not. Uh, all right. So uh, I do want to get to this here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. So there was a report that came out. From uh, Jeff Darlington of ESPN. Covers the NFL for ESPN. And um, the report is, and this is, uh, this is from Jeff Darlington, that Rob Gronkowski, Gronk, still hasn't made a decision, but despite serious consideration since the end of the season of retiring because of his physical and mental fatigue, sources say Gronkowski is, quote, pretty certain he'll come back as long as Tom Brady remains with the team. All right. So they're also they point out that there's been some lingering issues between him and Belichick and you know some other players. Gronk has has made some comments. Danny Amendola signed with the Dolphins. Gronk made a comment there. So it it's there's something a little off. There, there's something there. All right. Now I don't buy the severity of this dysfunction that people have made it out to be. I just don't. I, I really don't. I think a lot of this is is people aren't used to seeing this version of it, so they're really taken back by what the Patriots are. You know, like Max Kellerman, uh, who's been covering boxing for HBO, he said it best one time. It's like when you score a fight. Like, if you're a judge and you're watching a boxing match and you're watching a fight between two guys and one has been dominating the fight the entire time, winning every single round, and they're after nine rounds, he is dominating in total control of the fight. And then you get to the 10th round, and the guy who's been losing every other round has a little bit better of a round. Sometimes the, the 
reactionary thing to do, the natural thing to do, is to score that round for the guy who had a little bit better of a round after he'd been losing the entire fight. But a lot of times, that doesn't mean that he won that round. You're just so surprised that he's doing something different than the previous rounds in the fight that you just instinctively think that he won that round. But if you actually go back and watch it, you go, oh, I mean, he fought a little bit better, but clearly he lost that one. Like Sometimes you'll see that. That's, that's just sort of your mind playing tricks on you because you're not used to seeing this different version because you were so used to something else. I think that's what's happening with the Patriots. I think the Patriots, you were you have seen such a buttoned-up organization, never any problems, never any drama, always kept quiet, no rumors, no nothing like that, no dysfunction. Now they've got a couple of rough patches. They trade away their backup quarterback. There's a couple of things going on, and now people instantaneously go, oh, something's wrong. Like I just I don't buy the severity of it. I'm, I'm not willing to buy the severity of it. But I do acknowledge there's something there, right? Whether it's... A, a something that's going to lead to a big breakup and they're going to fall apart and 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 completely be dismantled. You know, I I, I mean, you're in the AFC East. I mean, you basically have six bye weeks a year. Come on. I mean, the Dolphins have no plan. Uh, the Jets, who knows what the hell the Jets are going to do? Uh, the Jets moved up three spots to presumably take a uh, a quarterback, a Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, whoever's there. The Jets might end up uh, uh, taking a tight end. They might pull a Kyle Brady again. I mean, they're not above that. They've done that in the past. So who knows what the Jets. Then the Bills don't have a quarterback, and they're on the outside looking in right now. So uh, to to think that the Patriots are all of a sudden going to fall apart, I mean, you basically guarantee them five extra wins a year just based on the division they're in. But I do acknowledge that there is something there. And I I, I was thinking about this because... If you watch the Tom versus Time documentary that Tom Brady did on Facebook, uh, it was basically a six-part documentary. It followed Tom Brady from last offseason all the way through to the Super Bowl and then after the Super Bowl. And there, each episode was anywhere from like 7 to 12 minutes long, I want to say. And the last one came out uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago on Facebook. And there was a part in there, and I thought it was noteworthy because Tom Brady didn't have to include this part in his documentary. I mean, there was a lot of footage to choose from, but for some reason he thought, like, he had to include this. So this was the final episode, all right? And so Brady's got full control. He can determine what goes on the final episode. He can determine what goes on this documentary. It's his documentary. He's got final say. And you know which part Brady made sure to put in? You know which part he he made sure had to be put in this documentary? Not the part where he sliced his hand open and had to get stitches and was bleeding all over the place. You didn't see that injury, okay? There was some conversation about it. You saw the scarring. You saw a little bit of that. But there wasn't a whole lot of time spent on it. You know what he made sure to put in, though? Him in the car after the AFC title game, a game that Gronk got knocked out of. Is Gronk going to be okay for the next game? He should be. Hey. How you doing, babe? How you doing? No, man, you're an animal, too. Nice job. No, you're a animal. Just so you know that. How you feeling, honey? I'm feeling way better. I just actually laid down for an hour and a half. That was a miracle of us winning without you out there, just so you know. That was a miracle. 
Why do you have to leave that in? Because he wants to show everybody the importance of that guy to the team. That's Tom Brady throwing up a little flare of, hey, uh, just, just so everybody knows, we were lucky to win that game without Gronk. Because as Brady gets older there in New England, maybe he's starting to get the vibe that people think, as long as we just surround him with anybody, we can continue on. And Brady, the older he gets, realizes, man, I don't want to lose everybody. Like, we can replace uh, Amendola, we can replace this guy, we can replace that guy, we can replace Malcolm Butler, we can replace all these guys. I don't want to replace Gronk, who is a, a once-in-a-decade or a decade-and-a-half or two-decade type tight end. Like, one of the most physically gifted players at that position that we've ever seen. Like, I think that was left in there for a reason. Like and 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 I don't I don't mean to to say that this is all bad because I just think this is natural. Man, they've been together for so long. They've been doing this thing for so long. Like the natural tendency is sometimes you just get tired of each other. And you just get sick of it. You know, like you want you want time away. Anybody that's got kids out there, how good does it feel the one night you're able to get out for two hours and go to happy hour with your wife? Oh my God. It is, it's another, does that mean you hate your kids? <laughs> no, like you just, you want some time away. You, you're with them all the time. You're tired of cleaning up vomit. You're, you're, t- you're tired of uh, stepping on Legos in the middle of the night. It gets annoying. You just want to get a little bit of time away. I just think it's natural. They've been doing this thing for a long time. And if anything, I think that just makes what they've done and the longevity of their success and how buttoned up they've been able to be despite recent issues that have come up and, and popped up through social media or, or in interviews or, or in trades or whatnot. If anything, that just shows you how impressive their run has been in New England. So Gronk is reportedly going to come back as long as Tom Brady is there. So I think, uh, I think everybody can just sort of slow down a little bit. There is something going on there, but I don't think it's as catastrophic end of the, end of the world stuff that people make it out to be. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, we're going to find out if what we saw this weekend will be what we can expect to see for years moving forward. Find out what I mean next here, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we begin in Major League Baseball. The first Saturday of the Major League Baseball season and in the National League, the Mets kept St. Louis winless with a 6-2 win. Washington 13-7 over Cincinnati. Atlanta hammered Philadelphia 15-2. The Cubs were winners in Miami 10-6. Colorado doubled up Arizona 2-1. Milwaukee a 7-3 winner in San Diego. The Padres are winless and the Dodgers shut out San Francisco. 5-0 in the American League. Houston a winner over Texas 9-3. The Angels beat Oakland 8-3. Toronto a 5-3 winner over the Yankees. Cleveland took care of Seattle 6-3. Boston a winner in Tampa Bay 3-2. Minnesota beat Baltimore and the White Sox dropped Kansas City online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And of course, the final four took place on Saturday. We now have our finalist set for Monday as Michigan beat Loyola of Chicago 69-57 and Villanova, a 95-79 winner over the Kansas Jayhawks. But more coming up for you, Jonas, with Aaron Torres. 
Thanks, Ralph. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him every Saturday night with Arnie Spanier from 11 p.m. Eastern time to 1 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. He is also our college basketball insider and the host of the Aaron Torres podcast. He's with us here on FSR. All right, uh, Torres, let me let me get to this. Uh, thanks for popping on. I want to get to this first because I was talking about Villanova and just you know the number of threes they hit in the game. And I'm wondering, and I could be totally overreacting to this, but I really don't think that I am. I wonder, do you buy my theory that this is that this entire league, like the sport of basketball from the pros and now into college, is just evolving and the three point shot is going to be taken over moving forward? It's a great question, Jonas. Um, no, I, I mean, look, I think that it is a number of things. I think one, it is the natural evolution of basketball. Um, and I was talking with Arnie Spanier about this earlier in the evening, is that I really believe that it's kind of a trickle-up effect at this point, is that everyone sees it with the Warriors. So now, uh, you know, I think coaches are more receptive to the idea of letting their guys shoot more threes, of letting big guys hang out on the perimeter. But I also think Bill Nova just has insanely good players. And so so I, I will admit, you know, the crazy thing is, is I watched them a ton this year. Obviously, they were number one team in the country for most of the year. I didn't realize quite how many threes they attempted. They were the, uh, the team with the most three-point attempts and the most three-point makes in the NCAA tournament this year. So I think it's part of an evolution. I think it's just part of who Villanova has recruited, the guys that they have. They made it look unbelievable on Saturday night, though. With I think what they, I think they finished with 18 threes. Obviously, yeah. tied an NCAA or tied a Final Four record with 13 in the first half. Uh, unbelievable effort, but I just think this is where basketball is now. And everybody in their starting five made at least two threes. Like I don't recall wow. the uh, the Conley, Greg Oden, Ohio State teams. I don't remember Greg <laughs> Oden uh, attempting uh, more than a couple of threes a game behind the R. I don't I don't remember those moments. That's why I'm I'm watching this and I'm like. Are we sort of on on the brink of seeing just a completely different college basketball? I mean, we saw with Golden State whether you want to credit Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or those guys, but is this is is this going to be are you getting sort of a peek into what the future is going to be like for college hoops? Well, and I think it was interesting on the opposite spectrum, too, is Yudoka Azabuke, the, the center for Kansas. Um, he was a double-double machine all year, and he is kind of the low-post tra- low traditional center, and they couldn't play him. Like, they had to take him out, and it was clear within the first few possessions that he was not going to have a place on the court and he was going to get exposed. Um, you know, look, here's the bottom line. is I, I love college basketball as much as anybody, but I'm also realistic in that um, it's hard to find this many guys that can shoot the ball as well as Villanova, but I think it's fair to say. It was, it's interesting, a team that I really enjoyed kind of following and covering throughout the year, a team, ironically, that lost to Loyola, Marymount, or Loyola Chicago excuse me, in the NCAA tournament, was Nevada, and Nevada was very much the same way. They basically played the... Uh, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if it's 
warrior style basketball or whatever, but where they basically had five guys on the court at all times that could bat, pass, dribble, shoot, take guys off the bounce. And so I do think, I think, look, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that um, I'm not a huge analytics guy, you know, shout out to Kevin Durant and the blog boys, you know, I'm not I'm like, I don't do <laughs> analytics, but I think it is trickling down into college basketball as well. Where I heard Dan D'Antoni, the, the head coach of Marshall, Mike D'Antoni's brother, he told, uh, spoke very vocally about the idea of, you know, this shot is a higher percentage shot than that shot. This, uh, you know, if you make this many three-point attempts, you only got to make this many to, to, you know, if you, to compare it to shooting this percentage from behind the two-point line. So the point I'm trying to make is I think all of this stuff is having an effect. I think it's, it's happening at all levels of college basketball. But, yeah, I do think more and more teams are going to go to this, going to continue to go to this. I could continue to go on down the list. Michigan State played their best when they put Miles Bridges at the four this year. Uh, Kansas, again, played one traditional low-post guy, a program that traditionally played two. So I think this is very much the trend. I just think this is where basketball is. I think it's for a number of different reasons. Uh, he is Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him every Saturday night with Arnie Spanier from 11 p.m. Eastern Time to 1 a.m. Eastern Time here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, joining us here now on FSR, Jonas Knox with you. Um, how does Michigan match up? Because I know they're a, a great defensive team. Um, you were on Twitter talking uh, about how Michigan just hasn't, they haven't been that spectacular in the tournament, yet here they are in the national championship game. They're the biggest underdog since 2010, uh, in a national wow. championship game, uh, I think it was at six and a half to seven point underdog, which is the largest in the last seven, eight years. So how does Michigan match up on Monday night? Yeah, I think the first part you said is really important. And, and it's it's crazy because I love, I love this tournament. I love everything that it's about. But Michigan, uh, three of their five games to this point, they really didn't play well. They, they needed a buzzer beater to beat Houston. By the way, they fell down by double digits early to Montana in the first round. They didn't play well against Florida State. Tonight they fell by, or I guess by technicality yesterday, against Loyola of Chicago, they fell down by double digits in the second half. And so, yeah, I'm concerned. And it, and it was funny because Arnie and I were on air live as the game went final. Uh, the opening spread comes out at six and a half. And I said to our producer, Mike, I said, that number is going to jump here real quick because there's going to be some people in Vegas that jump on that number. And sure enough, by the time we went off air, it was at seven, seven and a half in some places. So, you know, I, 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 I find it hard to believe that, I don't want to say it's going to be uncompetitive. You know, Arnie went so far as to say it's over, hand him the trophy, I'm okay. not even going to watch. Well, da, 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 da. That's, like, that's I don't want to go that Spaniard. far because stranger things have happened. I certainly don't think, by the way, Nova is going to shoot as well. Michigan is a very good three-point uh, field goal percentage defense team. But what you said earlier, Jonas, is so important. Every guy on Nova can shoot. Every guy on Nova can score. I just think that's so important. And we kind of saw it, ironically, in that Michigan game today was, you know, early on, it just felt like nobody could get it going. And then once one or two guys hit a shot or two, all of a sudden everybody else calmed down and, and Michigan closed out strong. But I'm saying that to say I just can't see a scenario where everyone on Nova has that night where the shots aren't falling. And, oh, by the way, that night happened in the Sweet 16 against West Virginia in a very close game, and they were able to blow it open late uh, when they got hot late. So I know it's early. I, you know, I don't want to discourage anybody from watching on Monday night, 
But I just think Nova, they were the best team in college basketball for virtually all of this season. When they were healthy, they certainly were. Uh, they suffered a number of injuries, but they are now healthy. They've been healthy the last two or three weeks. We saw them win the Big East tournament. We've seen them blow through the NCAA tournament. And the thing that I find interesting is that they've had a pretty straightforward path. It's not like they faced a lot of double-digit seeds. They beat West Virginia. They beat Texas Tech. They beat Kansas on uh, Saturday night. All teams that spent most of the year in the top ten. I just think Nova's rolling. I have a hard time to see. I have a hard time seeing Michigan be able to keep up tomorrow. All right, Aaron Torres, Fox uh, Sports Radio host, Fox Sports Radio College Basketball Insider. Uh, you, you. Uh, before we let you go quickly, you spent some time in San Antonio earlier this week doing a lot of coverage. Tell us about the sister gene phenomenon that rolled through San Antonio earlier this week. Yeah, I uh, I did not attend the press conference for you. On, on Friday morning. Uh, as I told another radio host, basically everything that Sister Jean is against in life were basically the reasons that I wasn't there on, on uh, Friday morning. It was an early turnaround from when I went to bed. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, look, here's my thing, right? So, I, you know, my podcast, the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast, uh, I basically came out and said, we're the first anti-Sister Jean podcast, and I got a lot of pushback for that. <laughs> I guess I don't dislike Sister Jean. Uh, I just dislike the commercialization of Sister Jean. She was cool. She was a good story. Then I started seeing bobbleheads. Then I started seeing officially licensed yeah. T-shirts. Then I started seeing socks. And I said to myself, you know what? If you're going to – I just I can't deal with it. And you know what? It's the media. It's the world we live in today. You take a good thing and you just overdo it, overdo it, overdo it, overdo it. And so we got to that point as far as I'm concerned a week or so ago with Sister Jean. I wish her the best on her return to Loyola of Chicago. But like I said, I was kind of over it a little while ago. And uh, I may or may not have missed the press conference for a number of reasons that she would not approve of on Friday morning. Well, I dipped my toe into the water of controversy just to see what the temperature was like on yesterday's show. And I said that a Sister Jean was basically LeVar Ball, except her shoes weren't falling apart. And uh, that didn't go over too well. No, I, I, I heard this take. I don't know that I agree with it. Because here's the thing, is LeVar sought out the spotlight. I don't know that Sister Jean did. I think she enjoyed the spotlight, but like LeVar sought out the spotlight. I see where you're coming from, but I don't know that I agree with it. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, Is that fair? That's a, that's totally fair. That's a, it's a, it's a fair a fair point by you. Uh, we will uh, we will leave it here and we'll get excited for Monday night. Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio host. Uh, you hear him every Saturday night from 11 p.m. Eastern time to 1 a.m. Eastern time with Arnie Spann. You're also Fox Sports Radio College Basketball Insider and the host of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. You can get him on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Jonas. Appreciate it, man. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, up next, somebody made one of the best players in the world made a decision on Saturday that's really, really good and also really, really stupid. I'll find out uh, who we're talking about next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, happy Easter from all of us here at Fox Sports Radio. For those of you in Hawaii listening on our great affiliate, FSR uh, Fox Sports 990 on the great island of Oahu. Not yet Easter Sunday for you. 
So that's why you just get as hammered as humanly possible right now. And before you know it, you'll wake up with a hangover and it will be Easter Sunday. That's how you uh, solve that issue. Um, All right. So somebody in the world of sports did something really good. Right? They did something really good. But I also think they did something really stupid. All right? And I'll explain. So Anthony Davis, the brow for the New Orleans Pelicans, and this may be a prank. This could be an April Fool's Day type thing. If it is, uh, I'd like to be exonerated from, uh, from any responsibility from this segment because I at least acknowledge... Well, I at least acknowledge that it probably is an April Fool's gag or, or whatever, and it's dumb. April Fool's jokes are, are just so lame. And so uh, Anthony Davis put out this video. He, d- he took it to a, a Twitter vote and a poll question. Should he get rid of the brow? You know, meaning uh, should he, instead of having an eyebrow, should he have eyebrows? And so he takes this Twitter vote, and and it turns out people said, yeah, you should get rid of the brow. So he put this video up on his Twitter account, and it's a video where he he talks about it. He puts shaving cream uh, in the middle of his eyebrow. Uh, he gets ready to shave it, and the phone uh, kind of jostles around and falls, and then the phone uh, turns back over. Uh, right after uh, he took a razor, allegedly, to his face. And uh, what do you know? Like a, like a civilized human being, he's got eyebrows instead of a brow. All right? Now, if this is real, okay, first of all, it's a good thing. First of all, it's a good thing because it looks disgusting having one eyebrow. If you are a gentleman out there and you just rock one eyebrow and you think that's a good look, your mirror... And your inner stylist is lying to you. You look awful, okay? Nobody wants to sit across from a table and have a beer with a guy while trying to figure out why he's got an 8-inch caterpillar on his forehead. Nobody wants to deal with that. <laughs> it's disgusting, right? Be an adult, okay? Be an ad- it's, like, it's like they've got uh, skull pouches stapled onto their forehead. You don't need chewing tobacco on your face, man. Be an adult and just take a little bit of pride in how your face looks and get rid of the unibrow, okay? So first of all, it's a good thing that Anthony Davis did it. It was disgusting the entire time. You, you, cannot, you cannot walk around like that. That's disgusting. Here's why it was a mis- mistake, huge mistake. If he did shave it, big mistake, all right? You always pluck it. Now, most of us don't want to go in and get it waxed and all that stuff because we feel like it's a very feminine thing to do if we're guys, and we're kind of meatheads, all of us are. you got to pluck it, right? And real men put the work in every day, right? Takes less than a minute. Go in, clean yourself up, make yourself look presentable. Easy does it. It's not that hard. So if you look at Anthony Davis and you too have a unibrow and you said, you know what, I'm going to do what he did, don't shave it, all right, because it's going to grow back and it's going to look like you got an ant farm on the top of your face. And nobody wants that, especially not me. So there's somebody in the world of sports who for some reason now all of a sudden is no longer getting the benefit of the doubt. I totally disagree with it. I'll explain who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our great and fine Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program. We appreciate you doing so. Having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So the final four is set. We have got Villanova, or the championship game, Final Four, uh, is almost done. We've got uh, Villanova and Michigan on Monday night. Uh, Michigan uh, taking care of Loyola Chicago and Villanova wiping out uh, Kansas. So we'll have more of that uh, coming up later on in the show. But I I did want to get into this a little bit because it's funny how we determine who we decide to give the benefit of the doubt to. And uh, I think it's sort of happening with somebody in sports, and I, I just... I don't agree with it. I don't know where the narrative started. I don't know where the it's sort of the uh, the the mob mentality on this guy. I don't know where it started, but I I'm not really on board with sort of the person that's that's being kind of thrown under the bus in this whole equation. So a report came out on Saturday from Jeff Darlington of ESPN covers the NFL for ESPN, saying that Rob Gronkowski is, quote, pretty certain he'll come back to the Patriots as long as Tom Brady remains with the team. And so there's been this sort of dysfunction that's been going on and kind of these rumors and players aren't happy and kind of upset. And, you know, uh, you you see, uh, you know, uh, one of their best linemen signed somewhere else and then Danny Amendola's gone and they lose the Super Bowl and the report came out, uh, of Seth Wickersham about all the dysfunction and Alex Guerrero and like sort of all these different things going on with the Patriots. And so that's kind of been in everybody's mind and everybody's thought process for quite some time now. For the last, I want to say what, four or five months maybe? Something like that. So everyone just assumes that, you know, the end is near. It's, you know, they didn't want to trade away Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Kraft and Belichick aren't getting along. Uh, Kraft and uh, Brady are best friends. Belichick, like, and my whole take on it is I do buy that there is a level of dysfunction there, but I don't think it's at, it's at this critical situation to where the entire organization is going to fall apart and fall off the earth and never to be heard from again. You know, I think it's natural. After a while, you kind of grow tired of each other. I think that's just sort of a normal progression in things. You see it happen with bands all the time. Even bands that don't hate each other, sometimes they'll just take time away and they'll go do a solo project. Because it's like, yeah, I just kind of want to do something else outside of the band. It's natural. Like, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I think it happens. It's just a natural progression in any sort of relationship, whether it's work, personal, whatever. And so... People have really jumped in all in on this whole, man, Belichick really is kind of uh, he's kind of screwing things up now, huh? Belichick's really kind of getting in the way now. He's kind of screwing all this up. And uh, I noticed that there's somebody that, that all of a sudden people are rallying around, and I don't really know why, right? So Malcolm Butler just sort of dovetailing off this Rob Gronkowski news. Malcolm Butler did an interview with Sports Illustrated over the last couple of days. And he talked about his thoughts on not playing in the Super Bowl, um, his thoughts on wanting to approach them during the Super Bowl game. 
He even kind of alluded that he might have been the difference between them winning the Super Bowl or not because it's sort of a very bizarre situation, and nobody's really ever gotten an answer as to why Malcolm Butler did not play in that Super Bowl and was was not put in there when you had a defense that was struggling to cover anybody. Uh, never mind the fact they couldn't get any pressure on the quarterback. Never mind all that. But let's just let's just fit the narrative. So Malcolm Butler spoke with Sports Illustrated over the last couple of days. Here's what he had to say. It was times when I was on the sideline, I just wanted to go up and, you know, say to Bilicek or Matt Patricia and just say, this how we're going to end this. I, I grew up in the Patriot system, you know, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a well-mannered guy. You know, I respect my authority, and I just couldn't ask them for something they didn't want to do. I just was doing my job. It, it, I, I was close to going up there and saying what I wanted to say to Matt or Belichick, but I just stayed in my lane and just did my job, man. I, I really wanted to go ask him, and, but I didn't. Let me ask you this. So that was Malcolm Butler, who just got a massive contract and is gone from New England. Let me ask you this. If you had this mechanic, guy who works on cars, and he was the best in the business. I mean, there was nobody close to this mechanic. The way he was able to put together things under the hood and make cars run and all that stuff. So, like, he was the guy to go to. Like, the best. The best in his profession. All right? And if this mechanic told you, hey, I don't think it's a good idea. You drive this car to work today. Would you blow that guy off and say, man, God, there you go, trying to screw up my day. There, I mean, how could you do that? How could you try and screw up my day like that? It, I, I can't even believe this guy. Or would you say, man, this guy's never really done me wrong before. Uh, I, I trust his track record of success. I, I really believe that this guy knows what he's talking about. Maybe I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Majority of you would give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, you would, you would trust that guy, right? Like, if you went to a restaurant and the master chef was there and the chef is the best in the world, he's the guy. He's the dude everybody talks to when they want to find out how to prepare a meal. And if he were to say to you, hey, I don't think it's a good idea that you add this ingredient to this meal because it's going to turn out like this. Are you going to say to him, I can't believe he's trying to ruin my dinner. Like, how could, how could he do that to me? You're trying to ruin my dinner. You're ruining my dining experience. No, you would think, well, I'm going to trust this guy's track record. He sort of knows what he's talking about. He's the best in the world at what he does. And I'm going to trust that he's making the right decision here. You know, you give him the benefit of the doubt because they're the best. So why all of a sudden... If we all acknowledge that Bill Belichick, if he's not the greatest coach of all time, if he's not the greatest talent evaluator of all time, if he's not one of the all-time greats, not only in football, but in all of sports, how come all of a sudden, when it comes to Malcolm Butler, everybody says, huh, boy, he really did screw it up in the Super Bowl, huh? I can't believe he didn't play that guy. You know who I'm going to trust? I'm going to trust the guy with the track record. I'm going to trust that that guy made a decision that he felt was best for the team. You want to know why? Because usually when he does, they win Super Bowls. He's got the track record. He's the guy everybody looks at and goes, man, uh, the Patriots are signing him. Watch, that guy's going to turn into a stud. 
How many times over the years has Belichick gone out and found a nobody and turned him into a somebody? Or found a guy with character issues on other teams and turned him into a champion? Year after year after year after year. It always happens. Always. Yet for some reason, because of Malcolm Butler crying on the sideline, now we just sort of ignore everything that Belichick has done and his track record of success, and we go, nope, this is the time he really screwed up. I don't buy it. I don't buy I think. I think there is more to this story. Whether or not we're going to find out what the actual story is, I think there's more to it. Malcolm Butler even alluded, you know, maybe, maybe my mind wasn't all there. Yeah, I, I think we can all sort of understand that. That's why you didn't play. Belichick trusted that the guys that he had in there were going to be the guys that were going to give him the best chance to win. Biggest game of the year. He's going to take a chance on a guy that he doesn't know whether or not the guy's head's all there. He's been sort of under the weather, all these other things. Like, I, I just don't know why all of a sudden now Belichick gets no benefit of the doubt. Like That would never happen anywhere else. In, in no other profession would that ever happen. Like, think whatever it is that you do for work. Like, if you're driving around right now and you're an Uber driver and you're the best, like, you are the best, and all of a sudden, like, you decide that you didn't want to take this one way because you felt like there was going to be a street blocked off and they're just the path was going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass, so you took another way. And all of a sudden, the person behind you says, I can't believe you are trying to ruin my ride home. How dare you do that? Be kind of frustrating, right? Like, you got a pretty good track record. Look at how many stars you got on your Uber app. Like, you're a, pretty, you're a damn good Uber driver, right? Kind of piss you off. Belichick's the best at what he does. Maybe of all time. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to do it, and he's the guy, he's the reason that it screwed up the Patriots' Super Bowl chances. I don't buy it. And I'll tell you another thing. They could have actually thrown Malcolm Butler under the bus, and they did. I'm surprised Malcolm Butler keeps shooting his mouth off. I'm surprised it's still being talked about. They could have come out, and they could have leaked a legitimate reason as to why Malcolm Butler didn't play in that game. And you know what that would have done? That would have hurt him in the free agent market. That would have cost him dollars. They haven't said a word. Haven't said a damn thing. And he got paid and probably got overpaid. But now all of a sudden, oh, Belichick doesn't know what he's doing. But guy has no clue what he's doing. Uh, just, just we're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, 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 not this time. I, I don't, I do not understand how that works. Makes no sense to me. I'll take Belichick's. I'll trust him any day of the week over something I hear from a guy that that was upset because they didn't play him and acknowledged maybe he wasn't totally focused during the week of the Super Bowl. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, it is Easter Sunday, so happy Easter to everybody out there. Want to tell you about Hooters. Yay. You have got to get to Hooters and try the new smoked wings. It's a whole new way to crave wings. And with all the taste and half the calories, you can eat twice as many at Hooters. Uh, coming That's up next year, <laughs> coming up next here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. So um, you're getting to witness something 
that is not seen often in the world of sports. All right, pretty pretty cool moment if you actually sit back and think about it. I'll tell you what that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes here on FSR. So there's something going on in sports. You know, like we don't really get this a whole lot, but we are actually having it happen right now in the world of sports. So uh, I'll get to that here uh, momentarily on FSR. Also a reminder, we will be playing Easter or no Easter, man. I mean, like you can't like, listen, pro wrestler or porn star clocks in every single Sunday morning. Like, I don't give a rip what holiday it is. Woo! Right, I, I do. I do not like. We are contractually obligated to play pro wrestler or porn star on a Sunday. So whether or not you choose to participate in pro wrestler or porn star on an Easter Sunday in the middle of a Cadbury uh, cream egg bite, that's on you. But we will be participating uh, and playing in pro wrestler or porn star coming up less than ten minutes from now here on FSR eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369 if you want in on the hottest game show in the history of sports talk radio that is coming up here in uh, just a few minutes um i do want to get a, a just a quick update from iowa sam he is our tech producer here at fox sports radio so we have a um a fox sports radio bracket challenge and it's down to you and Ryan Dennis. Ryan Dennis is a uh, a producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Also works with the editors. He has been uh, a producer on this show a couple of times over the past uh, year or so. Uh, Ryan's a very nice guy. I like Ryan a lot. But I- I'm loyal to Sam. And it's down to them for the grand prize yes. to win the bracket challenge. So what do we need to happen on Monday for you to win? All right. for Monday On Monday for me to win, Michigan has to win. Okay. And I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Well, so so he has Villanova winning the game. Yes. And that's the difference between you two. Yeah, I maxed out on points. Um, so I'm currently in first place, and he's in third place. But if Villanova wins, he skyrockets to the top. All right. So you, so we need Michigan to win that game outright. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, just just win the game. And, and Ryan Dennis, he may even be in the building right now because he's about to take over the next shift. And uh, him and I on Monday will be oh. exchanging some tense stares and trash talk, right. I'm sure. Well, if if Ryan Dennis is in the building, or if he is listening right now, listen, man, I love you, Ryan. Good dude. I've always gotten along with you. Solid dude. Yeah. But the, uh, F you, pal. <laughs> the F- TV is mine. F you. Ah. Blood is thicker than protein water, <laughs> you meathead. I support Iowa Sam here in this. My TV. Uh, now, I don't have a, a dog in the fight, but it would be nice if Michigan at least didn't lose by more than seven. And that's all I'll say about that. Uh, I will I will no longer uh, comment on the uh, on the gambling line of that game. So there is that. Um, 877-99 on Fox. Pro wrestler or porn star coming up here on Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So I was saying this, uh, we were talking about the Final Four, and just kind of my overall takeaway when I'm watching what we saw on Saturday night. So Loyola Chicago, great story, but ultimately you just knew, uh, you know, and everyone sent out the cheese ball, it must be midnight for Cinderella. Like I, I was four when that story came out, I think. I don't even remember how that story went. Midnight, Cinderella. Like, come on, man. Like, like, like no classy woman uh, it calls it a night at midnight. You know what I mean? Like, come on. 
Like, like we're going, we're going to Denny's. We're hitting up Waffle House. Like, let's let's make a night of this whole thing. Let, let's get after it. All right, let's have a good time. So I don't even remember the whole story, but yeah, those cheese ball jokes that were out there. A lot of the sister Jean jokes that were out there. I did see uh, somebody sent a tweet out where they said, uh, "Here's a uh, sister Jean." <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at this. I don't think that this is funny, all right? But somebody sent a tweet out that said, here was Sister Jean leaving the Michigan game early, and it was a gif from the naked gun where the guy in the wheelchair tumbles down the steps and falls over the railing at the stadium. Now, I, don't, I do not think that's funny. All right? I don't, and the only reason I'm laughing is because I am appalled that somebody would send out something like that. Right. right? So that went out. I did not send it, but I did see it. So it it got a bit over the top. People, I mean, the woman's she's ninety eight years old. She she's done nothing wrong. Uh, she's actually brought more eyeballs to the sport. And and if it took a ninety eight year old woman in a wheelchair to bring more eyeballs to your sport, psst, maybe your sport's got a problem. But. Loyola Chicago's done. Michigan moves on. Play, you know, great defense, all that stuff. But Villanova was unbelievable. 18-3, smashed the, the all-time record in a Final Four game. Every, like, of their starting five, all five of their starters hit at least two threes apiece. All right, now, I, and, and I was saying, like, I don't want to be the knee-jerk reaction guy, but to me, this is just another example of how the sport has changed. Like, it used to be back in the day that wasn't that that wasn't common. You know, like the stat I gave out earlier in the show was everyone assumes Larry Bird with it was this three point long distance sharpshooter. Larry Bird for his career averaged less than two three point attempts a game. I, I mean, you've got you know marginal guys that aren't even going to make the pros that are chucking up and making two three threes a game in college basketball. Like it just this, it has all changed over the past five, six years. It started in the NBA and it trickled down to college basketball. And I just, I think that we're actually in a situation where we're getting to see a sport evolve in front of our very eyes. Like we're actually getting to watch it. And when you think about it, there's actually two sports right now, two sports where this is happening where you are seeing an evolution take place, it's going to change potentially the future and the landscape of both those sports. And we're getting to see both of them. I think it's pretty cool. The two sports are basketball with the three-point shot and mixed martial arts. Like, I've said this before. People, if, if you complain about the UFC or you complain about mixed martial arts or wherever the sport is at, and you know they can't find stars and all that, after 20 years, after 20 years, the NFL still didn't have face masks. 20 years into their sport, they still didn't have a face mask. <laughs> like, I mean, you, like, why don't you just like put a blindfold on, uh, turn on the table saw, and try and shave? You know what I mean? Like. What, what, like, didn't have a face mask. 20 years into the NFL, there was no face mask. So imagine being there back then when they started introducing all these new things in the NFL. It's kind of cool. You're watching a sport evolve in front of you. We're getting to see two sports evolve in front of us. We're seeing basketball change the way it was played before 
and the three-point shot completely taking over the sport and, and completely redefining how the sport is played. And you're seeing mixed martial arts, a sport to where it is growing so fast to where dominant fighters stay on top for a year and a half and are out of the business. Ronda Rousey was the thing, unbeatable, nobody could touch her. Year and a half, two years later, she's a punching bag and she's in WrestleMania 34. Like, we're getting to see all of this stuff and all of it evolve, like, right before us. And I think it's pretty cool. I can understand why people don't like the change to basketball. I can understand if you're traditional and, and you want it done the way it's always been done or you don't like... But if you just take a step back and you just watch what's going on, it's kind of cool, man. Like, like, I know there's a lot of complaints. People bitch and moan in politics and they want to go at it. And, and you've got these social justice warriors out there. And then people picking fights on Twitter. Everybody thinks they're a hard ass on Twitter and they're not really. And all this stuff. And people complaining about sports and anthem protests and all that. You know what? If you actually take a step back, kind of a cool time to be a sports fan. Like you're getting to see an all-time great player in LeBron James, an all-time great player. You're getting to see an entire sport evolve in in basketball, the NBA, and in college. You're getting to see the greatest quarterback in the history of the sport. Right now, he's playing in Tom Brady. You're getting to see maybe the most talented quarterback in the history of the sport right now is playing right now before all of us in Aaron Rodgers. The Cubs hadn't won a World Series in 108 years. We all got to see it. Like it is it's a damn good time to be a sports fan. Like you people can bitch and moan all they want about the off-field stuff. I, I'm an experienced junkie. I've said it before. I like getting to see cool things. There's a lot of cool stuff going on in sports right now. 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-996-6369. That is an important number, and here's why. Every week on the show, we do the hottest game on sports radio. In fact, it's been called the hottest game show in the history of sports talk radio. The name of the game is Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. If you've never heard it before, it is Can't Miss Radio Gold. It's addicting, I'm telling you. Like you're gonna need it. Like you're gonna turn into a junkie. You're gonna be uh, a walking around trying to to snort stuff up off the ground just to get a fix in during the week because you need your pro wrestler or porn star. If you want to participate, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number to do so. Eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. Pro wrestler or porn star is next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Rob Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. We begin in college basketball at the Final Four, where Michigan came back from a 10-point second-half deficit. They beat Loyola of Chicago 69-57. They advanced to Monday's championship game in San Antonio against Villanova after the Wildcats beat Kansas 95-79. Villanova 18 three-pointers in that win over the Jayhawks. In the NBA, Otto Porter Jr. had 26 points and 11 rebounds as Washington beat Charlotte 107-93. Detroit's won four straight. They took out the Knicks at the Garden 115-109. Boston took their sixth straight win 110-99 over Toronto. Brooklyn an overtime winner over Miami 110-109 and Golden State beat Sacramento 112 96. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident 
car buying experience. And Jonas, as we sit here on Easter Sunday, we must always remember that different people celebrate the holiday in different ways, whether it's the resurrection of the career of The Undertaker or that of Stormy Daniels. Let's not forget the bunny who hung, hung with Adam Rose and the Rosebuds or the performer known simply as Porno Jesus. It's time for Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Good stuff, Ralph. Can I make a recommendation, Ralph? Fire away. Next time you introduce uh, that tease into Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, maybe use a different term than hung. Uh, I chose my words exactly <laughs> how I wanted them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. Uh, we come to you live here. Uh, happy Easter, everybody, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier right now. It's time. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. We play it every single week in this time. Now, uh, there, look, we got a thousand phone lines. See, people think that I embellish a lot, and that that is that is just not accurate, okay? It's not accurate. This is a national show, all right? If it's not for this show, the other shows during the week, uh, like, we keep the lights on in this place. Like, we move the needle here on weekend overnights, okay? And uh, if you doubt me on that, I dare you to call 877-996-6369. Call 877-99 on Fox right now. A thousand phone lines, all locked up, all busy, all filled to the brim of people who want in on the hottest game show here on Sports Talk Radio. So if you doubt me, I dare you to call 877-99 on Fox. Uh, all right, so let's find out who wants in on this, okay? Let's let's uh, where do we go here? Where do we go? Let's go to uh, let's go to the two hundreds. Let's go to line number two hundred and fourteen, where John is listening in North Carolina. John, what's happening? Hey, Jonas, I got you. Uh, so, uh, John, what's going on, man? It's uh, really effing early in North Carolina, man. It's a little after four thirty. What's happening? I'm working, small town cop. Oh, okay. Now, uh, now, now, we uh, we appreciate it. Now, have you pulled anybody over for a DUI this evening? Not tonight. Okay, good. <laughs> hey, you know, I, let me just say this, John. I'm not trying to kiss your ass because you're a cop, but I think uh, with the invention of Uber and Lyft and all that stuff, if you get a DUI now, totally ridiculous. I, no it, 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 it's it's you're just an idiot. Uh, you have no discipline. And I, 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 w- I don't want to go so far as to say the electric chair, but I just think it's re- pretty ridiculous if you get a DUI. That that That's my thought on it. How's that? All right, fair enough. All right, so John is in North Carolina. All right, he is uh, he is on patrol. Uh, let's find out. Let's go to, uh, you know, let's do a battle of the north here, why don't we? So you're in North Carolina. Let's go all the way to North Hollywood, where David is listening on Fox Sports Radio. David, what's happening? Hey, how's it going, man? Good. What's going on, David? Uh, nothing much. I'm driving for Postmates right now. We got fired for Uber and uh, delivering Taco Bell to bunch of people. Uh, David, your phone's cut now, man. Uh, we're having a hard time hearing you. Can you try it again? Uh, 
Oof, yeah, I can't do it. Just can't do it. Uh, let's go to, uh, instead of that, let's go to uh, Craig, who's in Florida, Ralph Urban's favorite state. Craig, are you there? I am. Good morning, boys. Happy All right. Easter. All right, so uh, happy Easter to you as well. All right, so Craig is in Florida. We got John in North Carolina. Uh, here's how this works, guys. I've got a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or the name of a porn star. I'm going to start with John in North Carolina. I'm going to go over to Craig in Florida. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough? Easy enough. All right, here we go. All right, I, so, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. I do have to add, you have a battle of the cops here because I am also a cop. Oh, so we got cop on cop? All right, I'm into this. man. We had two Mormons play a month ago. We had two Mormons play a month ago. How about that, huh? Like like Mormons, and now we got cops. I'm into this, man. I'm all about the theme here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so no murders today. I don't have to go. All right, so that we are, we are we are good to go. It is we are all here in at peace, love, and porn. All right, here we go. Uh, John in North Carolina, you are first up here on pro wrestler or porn star. John, first name for you here is Ashley Lovebug, pro wrestler or porn star. That is a pro wrestler. Ooh, that is incorrect. Incorrect. Yeah, but that, that's a good strategy. I think that John actually knew that that was a porn star, but I think he went the other way to make it seem like he doesn't watch porn. That's what I think. Again, that's just me trying on my detective shoes. I probably uh, swung and missed at that one. We go over to Craig Maybe. in Florida here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Craig, you ready for this? Yes, sir. All right. Biff Busick, pro wrestler or porn star? Uh, wrestler. That is correct. Yeah, it's uh, got a wrestler's name all over it. So uh, Craig in Florida is on the board. Back over to John in North Carolina here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here on Fox Sports Radio. John, the name for you is Latex Lucy, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Porn Star. That is correct. <laughs> that is. If that was a pro wrestler, I'd have uh, I'd have a couple more follow up questions on that. That's uh, very bizarre. Uh, over to uh, Craig in Florida, we go. Craig, next name up for you here on pro wrestler or porn star is the terrorist. Pro wrestler or porn star? That's got to be a, a wrestler. That is correct. Yeah, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, or as the uh, as the great Mike North, Fox Sports Radio legend, Fox Sports Radio host, one of my dear friends in the business, uh, Mike North, uh, several years back here on Fox Sports Radio when talking about a, a professional athlete who started yelling something inappropriate inside an airport, Mike North uh, memorably said this. This guy's a terrorist? Yeah, so apparently that was named after... Uh, the uh, pro wrestler. All right, so, we, uh, so we've got a 2-1 lead for Craig in Florida here on the Battle of the Cops here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Back over to John in North Carolina. John, the name for you is Black Scorpion, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Pro Wrestler. That is correct. All right. That is correct. Kind of a cool porn name, though. I'd, I'd rock with that. <sighs> Wouldn't be the most accurate, but I'd rock with it. We go back over to Craig in Florida here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Craig, the name for you is Prada G. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? I'll say that's got to be a porn star. That is correct. Yep, that is a porn star. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> so back over to John in North Carolina. Things are starting to heat up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. John, the name for you here is. General Rection, pro wrestler or porn star? <laughs> porn star. 
That is incorrect. That's actually a pro. I know. I would have gotten that one wrong too, man. Like you are not alone in that. I, when I saw the name, I said BS. Huh? I, I, you know, some of these I don't really want to look up, but that one I had to make sure. But uh, yeah, General Rection is a pro wrestler. All right, back over to Craig in Florida we go. Craig, the next name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Master Blaster Blade, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That's a wrestler. That is correct. Yep, that is uh, that is correct. Um, and we, uh, I, I mean, this is pretty much a wrap. Craig has got a two-point lead. There's no way for John in North Carolina to win the game. But, John, it's Easter. Uh, we've got cops playing here. It's a festive time here on Pro Wrestler Porn Star. I'm going to give you a one to walk out the door with. All right? One more to walk out the door with here. And I find this appropriate being you are both cops. Uh, Frank Gunn, Pro Wrestler Porn Star. Frank Gunn. Porn star. That is correct. Yeah, there it is. Right. Everybody's a winner. All right, so uh, John in North Carolina, Craig in Florida. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. And uh, and keep the uh, streets safe out there. And there it is, folks, the Easter edition 2018. Cops on Cops. I'm into that, man. we got to do themes more often. That's, that's not a lie, by the way. When I said that earlier, we had two Mormons compete against each other like a month and a half ago. That was really... I, I was thrown off there for quite some time. Oh. Really thrown off there for quite some time. Like, it was... Crazy. I was so disturbed that we had two Mormons playing pro wrestler or porn star that we didn't play the game for another week. Seriously. Waited a whole week before we did the next episode. Huh? Stunning. But uh, but that was fun. So, uh, so there we go. Uh, John in North Carolina, Craig in Florida, and everybody's a winner here on pro wrestler or porn star. Um... Somebody tweet who their favorite name was. There's a couple of names on here that we just gave out. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, big fan of Latex Lucy. The Terrorist is good. And uh, General Rection. And the fact that that's a pro wrestler is uh, is very... <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, very, uh, very appropriate. Sam, you got a favorite in the list of names here? Uh yeah probably uh yeah probably latex Lucy okay general rection I thought you were gonna go Biff Busick oh I'm a big fan of uh Back to the Future so the yeah. name Biff is yeah. just always very appealing to okay. me yeah Biff oh. Busick though great name all right so uh so there it is that's uh, the Easter edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star uh Jonas Knox here Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox coming up next a former NFL quarterback made a comparison that I thought was spot on. And I don't want to give this guy credit because he pisses me off. But I'm going to do that, and I'll do it next year on FSR. This guy's a terrorist? Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. No better way to ring in Easter Sunday than a song by a band called Mudvayne. For those of you listening on the podcast, you have no idea what I'm talking about right now. All right, um... Do you guys know that Peeps, and we're going to get to a story. Uh, there's a former a former NFL quarterback had something to say that I, I agree with, and I don't want to agree with it because he pisses me off, but we'll get to that here in a couple of minutes. I'm still reeling from, uh, we just had two police officers play pro wrestler or porn star. How about that, man? That's fun stuff. Um, do you guys know that Peeps, and this is from uh, a few years ago, but Peeps, that garbage, garbage Easter candy, that each, like if you get a row of peeps, they're like four in a, in a pack. 
that each rabbit has eight grams of sugar. So you're eating 32 grams of sugar every time <laughs> you have a peep. Good God, man. Mike Mayer, our executive producer, is a diabetic. Okay. If Mike Mayer ate a row of peeps, he'd vanish. <laughs> like, God, like, it, like the movie Powder, where he runs and the lightning bolt hits and he just vanishes into the sky and he turns into energy. That would be Mike Mayer. Literally vanish. Gone. I, I, I don't, like, how, do any, how does anybody eat that crap? Mayor, have you ever had a peep? Do you remember having them when you were younger? No, thank God I didn't. That's just, that 30, 32 and one? What? That's, God, that's a lot. That's disgusting, man. Like, I can, my teeth hurt thinking about that. Sam, you're a big fan of peeps. Sam, you're a big fan of peeps, right? Uh, I'm not. I don't think I've, I don't remember the last time I had a peep. Yeah, I don't, um, I I talked to my sister earlier on uh, Saturday, and I was just asking, like, what's your favorite Halloween candy? And she said, peeps. I'm like, what? How how do anybody eat that crap, man? You want to eat a cotton ball dipped in sugar? No, it, it's Pretty like what it is. you know what it, you know what it is. It's like you go to uh, an arcade or like a Latino market. I see them a lot in Latino markets because you know my my girlfriend's Mexican, so I, you know we go there. You go to the claw machine. Like imagine you reach into the claw machine and you pull out a stuffed animal, but it was the stuffed animal that was in the corner of the claw machine. And some little kid put his Coca-Cola up on the top of the claw machine and it spilled. So it ran down the side and caught on the stuffed animal and you pulled it out and it was just sticky and gooey. And imagine eating that. That's a peep. Who the hell would, like, who would want that? I'd rather rather lick a, a used deodorant stick. That was an exaggeration. I would absolutely not rather lick it. Well, depends. All right. Um, let's, let's get back on track. Everybody be a professional. So I do a show here on Sunday nights with Brady Quinn, and he's a real pain in my ass. Every Sunday night, I got to deal with this crap. So Brady Quinn and I do a show here, um, 9 p.m. Pacific time, or 9 p.m. Eastern time to midnight Eastern time, 6 to 9 Pacific time. And the show goes off the rails in a hurry. We always have a plan. We're going to have a serious show. And then we get into, you know, crank talk and all the other things that pop up throughout the course of the show. And, uh, but he did make a good point. All right. And um, he's not a pain in my ass. He's a good guy. He's a friend of mine. But he made a good point. We were texting and I was talking about the three point shot. And now the three point shots t- totally changed basketball. And he made a comparison that I thought was pretty spot on. And he said, it's like, PATs in football. Kickers became so good that the only solution that the NFL could come up with, because it was such a guarantee, was to move the PAT back. And what has happened since? You've seen a lot more misses. It's it's made that an exciting part of football to where it's now no longer a shoe-in because the kickers are so good that you're now seeing, you know, they moved it back and it is that sort of changed what you can expect and it's not an automatic every time. And I just wonder, and, and it, it would take more thought and more, you know, kind of digging and, and that would be something saved for another show. But I do think it's a fair comparison because shooters have become so good behind the arc that I'm wondering 
whether it's you know tiger proofing courses in golf or moving the extra point back, I wonder how basketball is gonna gonna look at this and determine whether or not they need to make a change. Uh, Jonas Stocks, Fox Sports Radio, uh, up next here on FSR, a full segment about nothing but sports. I swear to God. So wouldn't you know it, we've got ourselves a national championship game, but it may not look like anything you've ever seen before. I will explain what I mean by that coming up here in just a couple of minutes. It's Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to us always on the iHeartRadio app, SiriusXM Channel 83 is an option as well, too. Uh, But wherever you are listening right now on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, we're on over 300. Uh, We've got people listening uh, overseas, wherever. We appreciate you being part of it. Happy Easter to everybody out there uh, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, the national championship game is set on Monday night. And uh, we are going to have Michigan taking on Villanova. And the story of the weekend after these two semifinal games went on is what happened with Villanova, who put on just a crazy, crazy shooting display. And so it got me to thinking about shooting display from a three-point, from behind the arc. And it got me to thinking about just sort of what it is that we're we're watching. And, like, I've always embraced people who come at it from a different angle. Like, I've always tried to embrace that sort of mentality of, like, you know, why don't we try this? And it could be with anything. Like, I just like the idea of somebody deciding, you know, why don't I, why don't I go against the grain and, and, and do this? Like, it's why I really was a fan of Chip Kelly. And even though it didn't work out in the NFL, I like the idea that he had the balls to try it. And it worked out, and some players really flourished, quarterbacks specifically, really flourished in his system. It was just his entire approach to the whole thing. Decided he was going to do practice at different times. He was going to run his offense differently. He just had a different approach to the entire thing to where professional coaches like Bill Belichick went and traveled and watched how he ran his practices because they were intrigued by this new approach to it. There are a lot of people who looked at it and said, oh man, never mind all that. Like, I don't, you know, I, 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 I mean, this is, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. We're traditional here. We do it this way. But I really like the idea of somebody coming in and doing it a different way. There's a story about when Beethoven, the composer Beethoven, when he was younger, his his dad wanted him to be like Mozart. Mozart was this flashy sort of uh, wonder kid who, who was so talented and so skilled, but Beethoven didn't want to play that type of music. He wanted to play more dark music, more stuff that was more just somber kind of had a uh, more uh, depressing might be a, a term. Like he just wanted to do his own his own style, his own type of music. And a lot of people laughed at him. A lot of people said, what the hell is this? We weren't used to this. But he just had a different approach to the whole thing. So when he went out there and he started, people started to catch on and started to see how his mind worked and his craft, they really appreciated it. You know, and to keep it musical, another band that doesn't get a lot of credit for sort of approaching music a different way corn believe it or not the band corn their guitarist said you know what we could play guitar like everybody else why don't we tune it down a little bit what would it sound like if we did this 
and completely changed how that genre of music looked at what they were doing. They just had a different approach. So I always kind of admire people who take a different approach, kind of look at things differently and say, screw it. We're going to try this out because why not? Let's see if it works. And so I embrace new ideas and new thinking and new changes. So this idea that the three-point shot is taking over basketball, it's not just like a temporary fad. This isn't the wildcat in the NFL. Like it's changing the entire sport. And I'm welcome to it. I like I like it. I like the idea of a sport of we getting us getting to see a sport evolve and change in front of our very eyes. I think it's pretty cool that we actually get to watch it while it's happening. And I do think Saturday night was an example of the sport changing. You've already seen it in the NBA with the Golden State Warriors and what they introduced to the league. And what you saw on Saturday night in which you had a team hit 18 threes, a record in the Final Four, all five starters hit at least two threes in the game for Villanova, and all of that done in a dome where universally is thought of as a more difficult place to shoot a basketball because of the depth perception and all of that, and they were unbelievable a historic performance from behind the arc for Villanova. And I think it's it's a cool thing to get to witness. And it's not like this stuff is just, you know, oh, this is, you know, one little one little uptake in threes. No, no, no. Like just consider this. The team that led the country in three-point attempts this year Okay, the team that led the country in three-point attempts this season in college basketball averaged 41 three-point attempts a game. Six years ago, it was 27. That's a significant increase. Okay, That is a 50% jump in six years. Okay, 27 was the most three-points attempted average per game in college basketball. This past season alone, you had almost 30 teams who attempted 27 or more threes a game. Sports changing, man. It's totally changed. And you're either on board with it, the old adapter die phrase, you're either on board with it or you're not. Earlier in the show, we caught up with Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio College Basketball Insider, also Fox Sports Radio host. You hear him Saturday nights here with Arnie Spanier from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Time here on Fox Sports Radio. And he talked about how Villanova not only is maybe changing the game, but how they changed the way Kansas even could possibly play on Saturday night. I think it was interesting on the opposite spectrum, too, is Yudoka Azabuke, the the center for Kansas. Um, he was a double-double machine all year, and he is kind of the low-post tra- low traditional center, and they couldn't play him. Like, they had to take him out, and it was clear within the first few possessions that he was not going to have a place on the court and he was going to get exposed. Um, you know, look, here's the bottom line. is I, I love college basketball as much as anybody, but I'm also realistic in that um, it's hard to find this many guys that can shoot the ball as well as Villanova. 
But I think it's fair to say it was, it's interesting. A team that I really enjoyed kind of following and covering throughout the year. A team, ironically, that lost to Loyola Marymount or Loyola Chicago, excuse me, in the NCAA tournament was Nevada, and Nevada was very much the same way. They basically played the uh, you know the, I don't know if it's Warrior style basketball or whatever, but where they basically had five guys on the court at all times that could bat, pass, dribble, shoot, take guys off the bounce, and so I do think. I think, look, you know, the, the funny thing is is that um, I'm not a huge analytics guy. You know, shout out to Kevin Durant and the blog boys. You know, I'm not, I'm like, I don't do <laughs> analytics, but I think it is trickling down into college basketball as well. So the point I'm trying to make is I think all of this stuff is having an effect. I think it, it's happening at all levels of college basketball. But, yeah, I do think more and more teams are going to go to this, going to continue to go to this. So I think this is where basketball is. I think it's for a number of different reasons. And that was Aaron Torres, Fox Sports Radio's college basketball insider earlier in the show. And the part at the beginning of that where he pointed out that Azubuke was taken off the court, basically became irrelevant in this game for Kansas. Double-double machine. Why does that sound familiar? Because you saw the same thing happen in the NBA Finals last year. Tristan Thompson, $100 million man, right? irrelevant in the NBA Finals last year. There was no place for him because the game evolved almost overnight. That guy was a... That guy, they gave $100 million to or something close to $100 million. He was rebounder, could get you some points in the low block. Remember back in the day when Andrew Bynum was like a coveted, a coveted asset to the LA Lakers? Like, anybody heard from Andrew Bynum? Last I heard, he tweaked his knee in a bowling alley. Like, anybody heard from him? Like, the game has totally changed in front of our very eyes. It's different now. I can understand the traditionalist in you who would look at it and say, man, I want my old NBA back. I don't want to see seven-footers uh, shoot a bunch of threes. But it's all happening, man. You either can adapt or die. You can either accept it or you can't. And I don't think, and it's not to be to be to- to o- totally overreact on it, because Villanova, listen, if they're that dependent on the three, and they come out on Monday night, and they throw up that many threes, then all of a sudden they go cold, which is very possible, especially in a dome. If you remember UConn, if you remember Butler from years ago, like it's difficult to shoot inside a dome. Any basketball player will tell you that. If Villanova, there's a... Good possibility if they rely on the outside shot that much, they come out and they go cold. Like, look, I just think as much as that's a possibility, the sport has totally changed. It's in the numbers, the way people are approaching it, the way offenses are done. The stat I gave you before earlier in the show, Larry Bird, for his career, we all think of Larry Bird as this historic three-point shooter and the guy's a sharpshooter. He wins all these three-point shooting contests. Larry Bird, for his career, averaged less than two three-point attempts a game. Larry Bird, Saturday night, Aaron Baines, the Celtic center, hit a three-point shot. It is just a different world all the way through. 
Okay, it's completely different. The sport has changed. I think Saturday night is just another example of it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next. So uh, there was uh, something I, I, I really wanted to get to because – this is really, it's confusing to me about the NFL. The NFL did something, and I don't understand it. I, I really don't, and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, so we'll do that next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Um, Coming up here in just a, a couple of minutes, the NFL, I, I don't know what they're... What they don't see or understand about something, it's strange to me. And so uh, I'll, I'll try and get to the bottom of it here coming up in just a couple of minutes. It's the dumbest thing that they've got in the sport, and I don't know why it's taken so long to get it figured out. I really don't. Uh, so we'll get to that here uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. A lot of, a lot of stuff is going on here, right? So uh, Ralph Irvin is going to have the scraps coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, where Ralph loses all professional credibility because he can't uh, stop but laughing during uh, his disgusting stories that he shares on the air. Um, also, we had a uh, a wrestler in a pro wrestler or porn star. Last hour on the show, we played pro wrestler or porn star with two police officers. Two police officers played pro wrestler or porn star. One of the names of the pro wrestler that we gave out was General Rection. Happy Easter Sunday, everybody. General Rection was one of the names that was uh, given out on pro wrestler or porn star. It's the name of a wrestler, an actual wrestler. Uh, Somebody found General Rection and sent it over to me. I have retweeted it. So if you want to check that out, you can go to my Twitter handle, at the Jonas Knox. The other thing, the other thing, uh, Iowa Sam, our tech producer, is in. Uh, it's down to two people in our Fox Sports Radio bracket challenge. Okay, two people here at the network. So it's Iowa Sam and Ryan Dennis. Ryan Dennis is a producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, works, does editing. Really nice guy. Good dude. He is in the building. I just saw him when I went to go use uh, uh, that bathroom. That. Uh, <laughs> That isn't really well taken care of because of somebody here in the building on weekend overnights. Makes me want to puke. But we'll leave uh, Diarrhea Dave out of this. Um, but we will... Uh, so so Ryan Ryan Dennis is in the building. And uh, I, I just... I have to be clear because I like Ryan Dennis a lot. But Sam, the situation is if yes. Villanova wins, Ryan Dennis wins. If Villanova loses, you win. Yes. If Michigan wins, I win. If Villanova wins... Ryan Dennis wins right. the the big screen TV. Because I don't like to ride the fence, I need to draw a line in the sand and I need to step on one side or the other. I am stepping all the way over to Iowa Sam's side. Thank all you. Right? Thank Screw you. you, Ryan Dennis. Sorry, buddy. Okay, go back to doing power cleans. Like I said last <laughs> hour, like I said last hour, blood is thicker than protein water. And Damn I straight. will support I will support Iowa Sam in this endeavor. So let's go that. Michigan. Go Michigan. Right? Let's go Michigan. I'm a Big Ten guy. Go but Michigan. But it hurts because I like Ryan Dennis a lot. It really hurts. I and I honestly, I think Villanova's the better team. Oh, yeah. You got no shot. Way better team. Yeah, you, oh, have, yeah. you have no shot yeah. whatsoever. 
Not only okay, that, you're going to lose. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to lose. Yeah. And not only that, uh, about 10 people on in that FSR bracket challenge yeah. for the big screen TV, they'll all jump me and I'll finish in like 12th place. Yeah. Is he, so. and, and plus, Ryan Dennett, he's, he's, I think he's moving soon and he's going to be like not far from where I live and, and, and the prize would go really good with where he's. So I'm really torn yeah, on all this. But ultimately, watch TV with them, right? yeah, but ultimately, I, I've got to stay loyal to the family here. So I'm going to support Iowa Sam. I good person. That. Appreciate that. Good Everybody person. really wins, though, don't they? Kind Not of. really. Not really. <laughs> Not really. I'm pretty sure I won't win the TV. Um, guy tweets in here. What do you call a pack of peeps? I call it breakfast. Yours, Girth Brooks. <laughs> Another one here. I love eating peeps. Sincerely, Jeffrey Dahmer. It's true. I don't think you can freeze peeps, though. No, you, I mean, you can in Dahmer, but that's like uh So you're saying you can freeze like a yeah. uh, like a trachea or something else, like throw it in there. All right, uh, all right. Here at Fox Sports Radio, Jonas Knox. All right, I need to uh, to figure this out because so the NFL. The NFL comes out and they they make all these uh, these uh, rule changes and all this crap. We we spent a lot of time on it yesterday on the show, to where they came out and they said, "Oh, they're lowering the helmet stuff, and you know you're going to be a possible ejection, 15 yards. It it's way too much." It's like I said on the show yesterday. At some point, you just got to acknowledge that fast food is bad for you. You either want to eat it or you don't. All right, the NFL's dangerous. Okay, it's dangerous. You like at at this point. Anybody playing should be aware of the dangers, and to me, it's on you, right? Either do something to the equipment, but these guys at full speed that they need to gather themselves, wait for the other guy to stop, wrap up their... It's crazy. It's not realistic. And so Mike Pereira came out and said it's going to be impossible uh, to officiate some of this stuff. It just It's nuts. The, ru- the catch rule is, is so confusing all they've done is is make it more confusing. It's like we've got YouTube videos, we've got Snapface, we've got Instagram stories, we've got Facebook videos, Periscope, all this stuff. Everything is on video now, okay? You buy an ottoman online, you get the instructions, it's got pictures, it doesn't just have print. But the NFL, when they're trying to tell you what a catch is and what a catch is not... And they use replay to determine what a catch is and what a catch isn't. Uh, they tell you what a catch is and what it isn't in print. You know, on their word processor from the mid '90s. Just it doesn't make any sense. Uh, show me some pictures. What's a catch now? And what's not? Here's the part I can't figure out. The worst rule in sports that we saw on a prime time stage bite someone in the ass unfairly. And I didn't mean to use bite someone right after we talked about Jeffrey Dahmer. That was a total slip. I didn't mean to. That's just bad timing. This this rule that continues every year to get overlooked, and I got to find out from somebody who's at the owners' meetings or somebody who talks to the NFL or the people in the front office, the if you have the ball and you reach across the pylon and you fumble the ball out of bounds, that not only, or if you fumble the ball into the pylon, that not only 
does the ball go back to the 20-yard line, you also lose possession. Every single year, there's an issue with it. Multiple times we had an issue with it this past season. Derek Carr on primetime television, ball went all the way back. Benny Cunningham of the Bears got burned with it. You saw, uh, what was he, Austin Safarian Jenkins and the Patriots, whatever the hell that was, one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. They got burned by it. I, I think I'm missing another one. You saw it multiple times this past season, and every year they modify the catch and they worry about the targeting and they do this and they do that, and nobody has even touched this one. And it's the worst rule in sports. It makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense on any level. Has totally egregious, egregious, crazy call that is made every single year, and the NFL does nothing about it. And I I cannot figure out why, unless it's just because blowhards like me get really worked up about it, and we continue to harp on it, and we talk about the sport more. But I, I just think that they get caught up in targeting and player safety and all this stuff, and they forget about just this one glaring weakness they have in their rule book, which is the worst rule in sports. Like there's not there's not a worse rule in sports than that rule in the NFL. Yet they spend all their time focusing on whether or not a guy can freeze time, lower himself, raise his helmet up, wrap around a person who's running with the ball full speed and then say time in so that they can properly tackle somebody. Because if they don't do that and they lower their helmet in full speed to where they think a guy's waist is going to be, but then he bends down at the last second and they go head on head, then all of a sudden, 15 yards possibly, maybe he gets ejected. Like They'll focus on that, and they won't pay any attention to the worst rule in sports, and it happens every single offseason. 877-99 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-996-6369. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next here, uh, we have got to some bizarre stories, all right? Bizarre stories, including an NFL player who did something that is not only stupid. But it's disgusting, okay? An NFL player who did something stupid and disgusting. All of that is coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we'll begin with college basketball, where Michigan advanced to the NCAA championship game with a 69-57 win over Loyola. The Wolverines came back from 10 down in the second half to get the win. They will face the Villanova Wildcats after they dumped Kansas 95-79. Villanova with 18 threes in the victory. The final will be Monday in San Antonio in the NBA on Saturday night. Toronto won their, or Boston won their sixth straight, dropping Toronto 110-99. Golden State a winner in Sacramento, 112-96. Brooklyn an overtime winner over Miami, 110-109. Detroit's won four straight. They beat the Knicks, 115-109. And Washington, a 107-93 win over Charlotte. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident 
car buying experience. On the Major League Baseball, Diamond's Kenta Maeda got 10 strikeouts and the win in the Dodgers' 5-0 shutout of San Francisco. Chris Bryant drove in three as the Cubs beat Miami 10-6. Charlie Blackman, two home runs for Colorado. That's all the Rockies needed. They beat Arizona 2-1. And we'll have a whole lot more, Jonas, coming up on the Scraps. Thanks, Ralph. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So we've got an NFL player who did something stupid, reckless, and also disgusting. Uh, That is coming up here in just a minute. Um, I do need to throw it over to Iowa Sam, who begged and pleaded during Ralph's update. Literally got on his hands and knees. I did. Begged and pleaded because he has two one-liners that he has to get in here on Fox Sports Radio. We used to do a little something on the show called Puns of Fun with Iowa Sam, uh, but Classic. Uh, that was when the show was four hours. Uh, we are now down to three hours. But I mean, for look, uh, daylight <laughs> savings time. Maybe we'll bring it back. Uh, so we do not do puns of fun anymore. But Sam apparently has got a couple of blockbusters, some real winners here that he's been thinking of. So let's hear uh, from Iowa Sam. Yes, sir. I mean, you know, I don't do puns of fun anymore. But the wheels keep turning, uh, like like I'm about to unveil here. So Kansas coach. Bill Self, he had a terrible toothache after the loss to Villanova. He asked for some Novocaine. Sammy, get well soon. Next up here. Hold on, hold on, huh? hold, on, okay. hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, yeah. Novocaine. I don't, I, I, you don't need to keep saying the joke, man. I know what the joke the was. Wild. It just wasn't funny. Because the Wildcats gave him a toothache. No, st- man, like, it's yeah. not funny. Like, yeah, like you don't, no, there's Novocaine. nothing you can do. There's nothing you can you do. You suck, Yeah, jackass. There's nothing you can do to make that joke funny. It's over. Like, that joke's not funny. That's, you bombed. That, you totally bombed on that, okay? <laughs> like, now, hold can on. I at least share my Easter All joke? Right, here's what I think the problem is, Okay. It sounds bare. Do you have like the Benny Hill theme or something you can throw underneath? I think it might spice it up a little bit. It's Give April. Me one second it's here. April Fools. Like we need like the shenanigan music, things to go underneath it. I think are really going to help help benefit this. You know, you don't want to go acapella if you've got a bad joke. All right, True. here we go. Okay. All right, so let's Last see. Now there's a little bit more energy here, okay, right? A little more energy. Break out the fake dog crap on yep. the whoopee cushion. Yeah. Like here we go, man. Okay. This is some fun Last stuff. One. All right, let's the go. Scraps. All right. All right. You make a pizza on Easter, you look into the oven, and what do you say? Crust is risen. Okay, you know what? Yeah, yeah you know what? All right, there it is. Yeah, I mean, that's risen. I mean, it's awful. It's, I mean, that is awful, but you know what? It's so cheesy that I'm into it. All right, there it Alrighty. is. All See, all one for two. The yeah. Benny Hill theme, man, I think it brought a new energy to it all. You see what I mean? Even I can hit one of Come two on. from behind the arc there, Jonas. Like, you know how bad Enter Sandman sounds? Acoustic? It's awful. <laughs> Probably not great. Okay, but you crank the guitars, you throw in a line six amp, and next thing you know, everybody's fired up and they're rocking the joint. Like, that's what we need here. Like, you gotta, you can't go acoustic with these jokes. So there you go. All right. Crust has risen. <laughs> Crust has risen. Right. Well, that's go, good. That is good. That'll be stolen by one of these uh, meth heads uh, somewhere Probably. around uh, the L.A. area. Most likely, and I'm yeah. happy with that. But thank you, Jonas. Right. Uh, well done. 
Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You know what it is, though? Uh, It's time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the most violent man in sports talk radio, Ralph Irvin, who has got the very latest on a bunch of stories that we have not gotten to. Ralph, what the hell have we missed? Well, we have a big one because, you know, Jonas, we live in fashionably conscious L.A., and, of course, the epicenter has to be Beverly Hills. Yeah. Well, Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster, who, of course, is from Southern California, went to Mastro's in Beverly Hills wearing sweatpants, and he was denied admission. Not surprisingly so, but... uh, you know, it's a hot spot. It is Beverly Hills. There were TMZ and all sorts of photographers there. And, well, this exchange happened. So they won't let you in because you're not wearing jeans? Yeah. You want my jeans? Yeah. 100 bucks. All right, $100. Give me your jeans. <laughs> Juju, so they're not letting you in Masters to the strict trip. Uh, strip code of dress. And you're wearing sweats. And so you're willing to trade... For a hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm about six foot two. These are pretty baggy, dude. They're not very good fashion. That's cool. I just need to walk in and hold yeah, them up. I, I haven't charted in these once. They're they're pretty clean. They're bleach right. stain yeah. on them though. Yeah, no, it's all right. I just put them on. They're clean. All right, but yeah, I'm gonna trade in for these uh, sweats for pants. I worked out three times today. Yo, shout out to TMZ for showing a lot of love. Love you guys, man. Appreciate you know everything you guys done. Hopefully, he keeps his job. Cause that's what we're out here to do. <laughs> he gets my dirty sweatpants. He gets a hundred dollars. I get the pants. I get to go in the Mastro's. I, I get to have a butter cake and butter cake. Okay, let's change. Hold on. So Juju Smith Schuster was outside Mastro's in Beverly Hills. By the way, that place is awesome. I I, I went there once. I have not gone back. I, it was very clear that I was. Not, <laughs> Wrong, uh, wrong income bracket. You know what I mean? Like, uh, very clear that there was not going to be frequent visits for me uh, at Mastro's in Beverly Hills. So Juju Smith-Schuster paid the guy a hundred bucks for his crotch rot jeans that he's been wearing around the entire evening. As opposed to, why didn't he just go around the block, find a TJ Maxx or a Burlington Coat Factory, and get a pair of jeans for twenty bucks? Well, earlier in the audio, the uh, guy was actually saying, "Why don't you, you know, swing on over to Ross?" Like, there's a Ross in Beverly Hills. What was he you know? doing? You give him 100 bucks? The, the doorman who turned him away actually was saying, you know, there's a store around the corner. They might still be open. No, no place was open. Uh, man. Wow. 100, 100 bucks, man. And he was promptly let right into the restaurant. See, here's... Okay, now I have a different... The, the uh, Mastro's in Thousand Oaks that I frequent from time to time. I never really eat there. Just go and have a beer. I don't think they would care if I walked in in sweats. And the reason that they wouldn't care if I walked in in sweats is because directly next door to that Mastro's, that fine dining experience where you've got valet parking, is a Pet Boys, which makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like, it makes no sense whatsoever. So I don't think they would care. They just assumed that I, I worked at Pet Boys and I was coming to have a drink. But a hundred bucks, just go around the corner and buy something for 20 bucks. You save 80 and now you got money. You can spend more money and get two butter cakes. Jonas, there isn't parking available for 20 bucks in Beverly Hills. Wow. That's crazy, man. I'd hug you, but you're not wearing pants. (laughs) And first of all, it's disgusting. Who wants to put on, no offense to the TMZ photo. Evan Rosenblum uh, is a friend of mine. He's one of the, the big shots of TMZ. I love Evan. All right. 
no offense to the TMZ uh, uh, employee there, but I have no interest in in putting on a pair of pants that's got your crank rot all over it that you've been walking around with all night. I have no interest whatsoever. I don't need that in my life. I don't need it. What else we got, Ralph? Well, <laughs> former uh, Final Four MVP at O'Bannon, and full disclosure, a friend of mine in college. Irishman. No. No, no, he's not an Irishman. Uh, but he is a longtime opponent of the NCAA, has filed suit against them back in 2014, and he now says that LeVar Ball's Junior Basketball Association is the answer, and he is going to work with LeVar Ball to make it an option for high school players who want to go pro. Little, uh little honesty is going to be needed here, Ralph. All right? The yep. only reason you did that story is so you could brag that you were friends with that O'Bannon, isn't it? No. I mean, St. Patty's Day has passed. You don't need to brag about being friends with Irish people. It's, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Ha ha ha. Come on, Ralph. The funny thing with the story is that Ed actually went back and got his degree, so he actually values having a college education, just doesn't think that it should be for everybody who doesn't want to go to college. He was a left-handed player, right? I remember Ed O'Bannon, didn't he? Yes, he he was. He got drafted by the Nets? Yes, he was. How about that? Round of applause. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Can we get a round of applause, please? Round of applause. I am your... uh, your Nets insider here on Fox Sports Radio. Ask me anything about anybody in the room right now. Ask me anything about the Brooklyn or the New Jersey Nets, and I will I will be able to answer the question. Anything, Ralph? Yay. You got anything for me? Ask me anything. Doesn't what, matter. What number did Drazen Petrovic wear? He wore a number uh, in between zero and ninety-nine. There you go. There it is. Insider. Hashtag basketball guy. <laughs> What else we got, Ralph? Well, we have an incident from the golf course. All right, this is where it goes off the rails. You can already tell by Ralph's voice that uh, he will not be able to keep it together during this during this story here. All right, Ralph, go ahead. Actually, it wasn't on the golf course. <laughs> okay, Ralph, Ralph, this is this is the problem. Like we almost get through an entire show, and everybody's a broadcast professional, and uh, then all of a sudden, Ralph gets to his final story in the scraps. And he can't keep it together. Okay, let's go. Come on, Ralph. I need uh, Sam to tell a joke so I can stop laughing. Okay. Thousand bucks, you missed that putt. Okay, come on, Ralph. How's that? Uh, no, th- there was a accident where a golf cart hit a stop sign, and reports said that there was a guy who walked away, not surprisingly, wearing a Budweiser T-shirt. <laughs> Investigators showed up and found a half bottle of Stolichnaya vodka in the golf cart and found a guy stumbling down the road, smelling of booze. Where, and, where was this at? Um, a southern, a uh, Florida. Oh, <laughs> of all places. He, the, the man, uh, goes by the name of David Cole, uh, said, no, I, I don't want to, uh. I don't want to take a sobriety test. I'm on medication. They asked him what it was. He couldn't remember. But then he said, "I can't remember. I'm drunk." So let let me get the let me get this straight. So was he golfing? No, no. He was just driving a golf cart what, down the road. Where did he get the golf cart from? 
Uh, that is uh, not been made clear. So, so he was drinking a bottle of Stoli. He's wearing a Budweiser. First of all, that's kind of a contradictory. Like, if you're wearing a Budweiser shirt, you know, it's like the thing I hate most is when people in the gym wear like an Adidas shirt with Puma pants. Like, come on, like let's let's not, you know, like, little uniformity. Yeah, people. you know, like so he's wearing a Budweiser shirt. Um, he's probably got bo, and he has a bottle of Stoli. And while he's cruising up and down whatever golf course it is in Florida, he just decides that's the one I want, and he crashes into a stop sign? Crashed into the stop sign, yes. I want potatoes. You'll get nothing, and I can... Again, wearing the, now, did he, he was wearing khakis, though. we got to give him that. Okay, did he... Now, what, what, was he wearing shoes? Uh, that has not been made clear. Did he? Uh, did he get a DUI? Did he get arrested or anything? He was arrested, uh, given a DUI with property damage, and of course, leaving the scene of a crash. Okay. Did he have a brown bag on the bottle of Stoli? Uh, that I do not believe so. I think he was proudly showing off his brand uh, loyalty. Well, he's classy. I mean, I, I that's you know why 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 the brown bag? I mean, you're at a, you're at a golf community. I mean, they won't accept that. Yeah, and uh, does is there a mugshot of this gentleman? Oh yes. Um, could you possibly tweet that out during the break? Oh yes. All right, and then uh, and then that's personal. <laughs> no, it's not personal, Tiger. You had a bottle of Stoli. I did pull out. Yeah. Okay. Well, and so did your wife. She pulled out a nine iron and smashed it over the bridge of your nose. Good stuff, Ralph. You got it. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. That was the scraps. Uh, coming up next here on FSR, there is uh, you can make the argument that th- this might be one of the underreported great things in sports. All right? It's coming up very soon. I'll tell you what that is next on FSR. I'd hug you, but you're not wearing pants. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Every time I hear this song, I, I, I want to drink one of those Coronas poured into a margarita. You suck down like two or three of those, and if somebody offered you a sex change, you'd say yes. Just hammered. Hammered. Maybe not that hammered, but uh, pretty hammered. Um, all right, so coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, Andy Furman and Brian No. Will be on board. Andy Furman, uh, the jinx of Cincinnati. He is the reason Cincinnati was eliminated early from the tournament. Same with Xavier. Andy Furman is the reason that uh, Xavier lost their coach. Um, I saw Pete Gillen, former Xavier coach, on television earlier. Uh, Andy Furman um, ruined Pete Gillen's career in Cincinnati. Uh, that's a fact. And then later, when he had when he had Pete Gillen on the air, referred to him as quote the little leprechaun. All of that is factual. <laughs> Every single thing I just told you is a factual statement about Andy Furman. And then also, this marks the one year anniversary when Brian No with one of the most stunning announcements ever on Fox Sports Radio said that he loves Peeps. So one year to the day when Brian No acknowledged that he loves peeps, um, which is crazy, man. My sister's the same way. I don't get it, but uh, but happy peep day to Brian No, Andy Furman. Uh, they'll be with you here less than ten minutes from now. Yay! So I know, like this weekend's a cool weekend in sports. You got the Final Four. 
you had a, a big boxing event. If you're into you know heavyweight boxing, the fight sucked, but you're in you know you get all that, and so like it was fun weekend and and it's neat and all like good times. You know NBA baseball's back, fun weekend. You can make a case for fringe sports, all right? For fringe sports, sports that aren't like the big three, that next weekend may be the best weekend all year, right? You can make the case. I was thinking about this. So we've got next weekend, you've got the Masters, okay? So the Masters are next weekend. And everybody's going to be excited about uh, the, the Masters. Can Tiger finally win one? And and people are really, uh, really geeked out about the possibility of Tiger Woods winning at Augusta, putting on the green jacket. So you got the Masters next weekend. You've also got a UFC pay-per-view, uh, Tony Ferguson versus Khabib uh, Nurmagomedov, which is going to be fantastic. There's also a women's fight that's going to be awesome. One of the, one of the biggest pay-per-views they've done in a couple of years. One of the most anticipated fights. And you've got WrestleMania, right? All in the same weekend, right? So if you were in to big-time sporting events, the top three, I wouldn't tune in next weekend. But for guys like us, pretty cool. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.